Hello and welcome to Day in Film, episode 24. I'm your host, Dorian Parry, and with me today is... Not Greg Toby, not Harry Gibbons. Who are you? I am James. Right. The <laughs> other two hosts are not here for university reasons. Uh, today we're going to be discussing the film Colour Out of Space, which is painfully spelt without a U. Sadly, I was... Yeah, no, it's, it's not spelt the correct way. It's not spelled the correct way because it's an American thing. Well, and yeah. Just one of those other things getting it wrong. Directed and co written by Richard Stanley and starring Nick Cage, the legend, Don't plus that. some alpacas. Well, um, formally. Formally. But anyway, uh, James, what do you think of this film? It's interesting. It is a very interesting film. But I will say, even though you said it, like it, it starts off very quiet or like minimalistic at the beginning. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But when it gets going, it goes from naught to a hundred, <laughs> very fast. No, that that's what I meant. Like it's, um, you know, something's coming, mm. but it takes its time with it, and then when it wants to go into it, it like punches you in the balls with it, and it just goes straight in. Mm. It's like it it, 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 like, like, really goes for it. Yeah, like I, because it's it's played. You know, um, I would say it really starts to ramp up, probably with the um, chopping board scene. Yes, which is that, yeah, the... a horrible, horrible <laughs> scene. <laughs> because, because you know, you know, know something bad's gonna happen. You think she's gonna like, kick, you know, just the fingertip or just the top half of her finger, not like. Half oh. of her hand. <laughs> this just this. Oh yeah, this is a thing, right? This film. I'm not a massive fan. Of, I'm not a massive fan of horror, but this it's was so good. like, it was artistically done in a way that just, it just unsettled me so much. But I just I was so intrigued to keep watching it. I wasn't scared by this film. I don't think this. No, was no, I wasn't scared. But it was just like a. The, I think that was the only bit that got bad. I mean, they do, they do, they do some like trademarks of films to like get you going. Like, we'll kill the dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, how can we easily get emotion out of the audience? We'll kill the bloody dog. That didn't get any emotion out of me because I like. I mean, when you hear it, kept... when you hear it getting mangled, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. I think um, this is a strange film. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's an artsy. It can look. This film could have been very. It presents itself, even like the cover art and everything, is very pretentious. Well, it is, but it is H.P. Lovecraft story, so mm. it can't really be anything but like. Artsy, I'd say. It's artsy, um, but I wouldn't call it pretentious because you get Nick Cage doing Nick Cage. No, but the thing is, uh, it's a director who clearly knows how to use Nick Cage as Nick Cage. Yes. Because it's Nick Cage as Nick Cage, but it's like, yeah. Yes. Like, he's not doing anything differently. That's what you. Like, like, for example, he's in the car and he freaks out. That is textbook. 
And there's nothing changed. Only the difference is that he's in this film, not Face Off. Basically. Or The Wicker Man. It's Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage, the dad, mm. who he has played a few times now. Yes. But it's just one of those where it's like, um, he becomes more like his dad throughout the film. They all and become people that they don't want to be. They do, yeah. And it's weird. But it's also, like, really good. But I love... Right, right. I would actually... I said earlier that the... It started, it started to kick off at the uh, chopping board. Mm. I think, really, it's... It, it, when it goes to zero to a hundred is when... Uh, you have the cat. And then you also have... The um, the the big purple ray that just absorbs two characters. That happens a lot sooner in the film. But no, like the cat, I knew that jump scare was going to happen. Like that, as soon as they oh, kept yeah. to like, you know, because there's a lot of fade ins in this film. It's At yeah, the rubber is well done. Yeah. But no, like, I, as soon as you talked about your cat went missing, that you won't recognise it, and it goes straight to a car, and you see it, the car headlights from a distance coming yeah. toward you. are like, I know what's going to happen. I really liked the uh, CG. Oh. See, this is, this the... is CG done, CGI done well. How, how much was this film made for? I'm going to look at that. I, I need to check that. I, um, but basically, this... <laughs> so, the... the... Al the alpaca um, mass creature thing mm. that it looks incredible. The budget was six to twelve million. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I was looking on Wikipedia, made box a bill. office was one million. Oof, supposedly according to Thingy, but so he's probably not making any more films uh, for a bit. No, he is. He's doing a trilogy. Oh, was it? <laughs> so, um, I. I think this one I feel like this was sold off to another I feel like this was sold to a streaming company or something mm. it it wasn't one that got like a massive release No I think this film's this film's very particular It's an artsy film mm. This just uh, you know distributed by RJE Entertainment so we don't even know nothing so, we've ever heard of, not like a Blumhouse. Yeah, they're not like. I'm just looking for. I'm trying to look for a list. Uh, no, they haven't really done anything like massive. So it is a. It is a. Um, we'll pay to do this film. Mm. But it's it's a good film, a really good film. Yeah, I mean. I think for the budget, I mean, like, it does. It's like it, only them are going mad in this sort of fantasy world. And yeah. St crap's happening, but they could easily leave. And that's like. But they can't. And nothing is, in, nothing is keeping them there. Like, they're not feel like they're forced there. Did you get that sense? 
Yeah, it's a. Um... They're not being tied down there by any means. Like they want until to... until the end. Yeah. Uh, to, like when the car won't start and stuff like that. And then when she runs back to the, uh, Nick Cage whilst he's dying. Oh. Ah, but he didn't die there. No, it's all oh, that that. I love how that's done. Like the setup. Cause, yeah, because you're not focusing on him. And then suddenly he's gone. Mm. But then, like, they go straight into the house. And it's just like, oh, this is creepy shit. Yeah, no, no, no. And then when you see at the end of when it's all decimated, just see the ring. And you're like, how, how did yeah. that get there? And he's clearly, and he's clearly, he dies on his back. So how can he reach out? So, so it all formed again. So they all reformed at the end. Yeah, they all basically came back to life. Mm. So, the whole thing of H.P. Lovecraft, if I'm correct, I'm not well versed in Lovecraftian stuff. Mm. But, like, they have, I think it's like the Dark Ones and stuff, like, you know, Cthulhu, that kind of thing. The big bad monsters. Yeah. And this is essentially, like, a portal to, like, you know, to that place. Basically. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I like, obviously, you do the typical thing where you start off with, like, a um, witch sort of um, seance sort of thing. And he what, comes over and sees the, the, what's the water guy called? Um, well, him, when he comes Nate. over and catches her doing it by the lake. Yeah. And, then it, and they repeat that shot at the end of the film. Yeah. When she gets... So she's she's failed she she doesn't complete the spell mm. so i think if i had to make a theory i'd say that that's meant to be like she essentially cocked up mm. but do you see though um when she does the whole like blood ritual yeah that's another thing i go mad yeah but if you actually notice she is the only character who's safe she yeah. doesn't get attacked by like anyone that's going to kill her, really. No. I mean, the mum does, but then yeah. the dad comes and saves her. Yeah, the, the the yeah. See, that was a good fake out that moment. And that, that was a good when fake. she goes when she gets chucked in, okay. and it's like look after and you see if you I don't know if you noticed, but the mum's not on the like mattress. No, no, you see the, her head. The body's gone. No, you see her head. No, it's gone. In the shot when she's chucked back in, it, she's gone. I'm pretty certain, like... Oh, it's all her. Well, well, yeah. And then she's... It's all shadowed, so she might, it might be, like, a part of her that's, like, there, but... Yeah, well, you see her. Well, basically, she becomes the thing. Whereas, I'm, I'm looking through the original story here, because I did read some of it, just to see if they'd use... Because, um, the actual start of the film, you know, when he's talking about, like, where it is, the vo the narration... Yeah. Is the start of the story. So, you know, like, you know, there's this place. It's like, ooh. But, um, where is it? I hate, I hate you, I hate reading on the laptop because it's just, it's so awful, isn't it? It is. Um, Blasted Heath. Yeah, so. As I, as I walked hurriedly by, I saw the tumbled bricks and stones of an old chimney 
and a cellar on my right. So the story, you know, it's him in this area. It's the it's still the water dude for the reservoir. But he's in the area, like, you know at the end of the film where it's all like blown down and white. Yeah, all the ash. Essentially essentially he's there. Yeah. In the story. And he's like looking at it. Mm. Which when I saw that like at the end, I was like, that's a really, really well done thing. Yeah. Because instead of butchering a story and just making it your own, it crescendos into this like kind of tribute. I mm. suppose. But um so the reason I chose this film for this week is because at university for the adaptations module the film which I am uh, analysing comparing to the uh, original novel isn't this film but it is The Island of Dr. Moreau which Richard Stanley actually tried to make into a film in 1996 and uh, it didn't go very well for him What happened? I was wondering if you. I was wondering if you disappeared because it kind of flashed on then. Um, so basically, he kind of got a bit shafted. It was a passion project. No one else was passionate about it. They'd invested twenty million into the film, and they kind of just let it die. They hired expensive stars who didn't like to be like helpful. I guess. Is the word. Basically the typical acting actors who are difficult to work with who will turn up coked out their brain to set. They got they got Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando. Yes, you're probably yeah, so you, they probably they did arrive to set coked up in <laughs> being difficult to work with. Um Marlon Brando's daughter committed suicide just oh. before they're about to start. Okay, can we cut that so out? So he buggered off. <laughs> um then when he came he didn't learn the lines. Yeah, he made there was uh, the world's smallest man they had in the film uh, Marlon Brando liked him and instead of the little minor role the guy had oh, he yeah. instead said he was going to be a, like, a more major character and it just it's just a sad look at like Hollywood going yeah. wrong Yeah, because and here's the thing that's probably Making a film is hard. I don't do it, like, do you know what I mean? But, like, I can tell you that's not hard because of, like, all the moving parts just to get something right. And that's probably more of a case of more things than you realise because you only hear the success stories. Well, yeah, I think um, with films in development hell and stuff, they... There are some films in development hell that probably have very good chances sometimes. And then someone says the wrong thing and it all goes back, just back into the box. Well, look at the whole, not to get like Marlon, look look at everything that happened with Johnny Depp just now. Yeah. I mean... Not to take a diversion, but like, funny how they managed to replace him instantly with Mads Mikkelsen. 
it makes sense, but I feel like they've been working on this since this started. What the whole stuff? They get Mads Mikkelsen. They've had Mads Mikkelsen on call for like a while. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because like, he was he was already around. in. Yeah. Um, but you know, this so Color Out of Space. The reason that I picked it was because this is the first feature film Richard Stanley has done since attempting to do The Island of Dr. Moreau in 1996. Which is a while, you know, 24 years. Well, uh, 23 years, sorry. I think it was. It was 2019, wasn't it? 2018. Yeah, 2019. Uh, well, actually, kind of, well, technically it's this year, technically it's last year. It's a strange one. Yeah. Um but you know like it's a it's a weird one because I was I watched the I watched a documentary about um the you know the the Andrew Dr. Moreau film and he was uh, he was a big part of the documentary saying like how he envisioned it. So when I watched when I was like when I saw this I was kind of I had high hopes for it because he seemed like someone who wants to adapt stuff faithfully but also with his own take on it yeah you know. still having his touch on it yeah but he wants it to be a respectful um you know adaptation really you know it's it's not a this is my story it's yeah. a this is your story and i'm going to add some little bits to it he's not doing but at the end of the day yeah like he wanted to put the Iron Doctor Moreau more in the modern day, which they, you know, which he did, because obviously eighteen hundreds isn't very interesting, like for a sci-fi not, film. Not read the original story, obviously, but I assume yeah. this story was in the past too. This, well, this was set during, I assume, whenever it happened. Yeah, it's H.P. Lovecraft, so they he kind of went off of. Um, it was contemporary. Just, it was yeah, it was contemporary, like like a lot of authors, because obviously they don't really know what's gonna happen in the future. So they try and fill this static void. Yeah. So this film is and it's I would say it's an incredible return to filmmaking. Yeah. Like obviously people who don't know about the under Dr. Moran, that stuff. Probably, they could watch this film and think it's shit. But, that's... Because I, I, I went into this, I ha I really didn't have any expectations apart from, like, I think he's going to adapt it well, or respectfully. If you get what I mean. But, like, I, I yeah. didn't know if he was a good filmmaker, because I've not actually seen any of his films. I mean, you can tell if he's a good filmmaker as he, as you can just tell in the context of the film itself. Does he convey the story right? Does he convey the characters right? Like, I think Which... that's that's more than enough. You shouldn't yeah. have to read a book to know if it was a good film. You can, you can read the book and say, oh, do you like the adaptation? Well, do you like the film that stands on its own? Well, that's the thing. Like, I, yeah. I was thinking, uh, before I watched this, I was like, should I read... The, the short story and I got it up I read only about a quarter of it because I thought I don't really want to read this I want to watch it mm. and know what he's done you know to this film 
Yeah. And it's 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 a very strange it's a very strange film. You know. It is. It's cosmic. It's it, it's literally the definition of a cosmic stuff. But I will say like Did you see the thing in this? The thing. Yes. Like just as in the aesthetic of the practical effects and the stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it was I, it was unapologetic. I, it, I would use that word. It doesn't have to be apologetic because it is done respectfully. It's it clearly a an inspiration, and it works. You know, yeah. it's not one of those where it's like, "Oh, look, it's the thing," because it doesn't need to be. How how horrible is it getting morphed with your son? Oh, that's. Such... <laughs> oh no! And you hear the kids scream. He's the kid from oh. Haunting of Hill House. I knew I've seen that, but well, like, but no, it's just like, oh, like he's just getting like, and he's just like screaming, and the mum's just like, Ugh. and it's just like, the noises. I love, I love the line though. Um, you know, like when he's just like, why are they making that noise? And it's just like they keep doing it. <laughs> Did you love it when Nicholas Cage just went mad with a shotgun? Well, on the alpacas, <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love that. The artistic vision of that scene what is would... oh. Oscar worthy. Like, yeah, <laughs> like bang, and just like I knew they were going to do a head explosion. Yeah, the screaming alpacas and a bang, <laughs> just like. He paid Blood a lot of money. Everywhere. He paid a lot of money for those alpacas. <laughs> not, not worth anything. Oh, it's... oh. I mean, <laughs> it's just that I. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, because it's a horror film, we have to have the weird man in the back of the garden, who's only seen three times. Oh, when he dies, though, like. That's creepy shit. What when he's just what you think he's speaking? I knew it wasn't. I knew he wasn't speaking. I knew something was going on, but like the way it's done mm. is just really well. Like it's really good. And then the cop gets killed. The cop gets stabbed through the face with a fucking twig. Like Christ, that's just. I mean, I was you know, I was kind of. I thought the action had kind of. Leveled off a little bit. No, it's still going. Um, but no, I just think it's and like why is the thing? Nicholas Cage goes Jack Torrance in this film. Oh yeah, I think that's the biggest comparison you can make with him. He even looks like him with the whole red, over the like shirt and. Uh... Yeah, he goes absolutely like. Nicholas Cage on them people. <laughs> and it's just like... Yeah. He has played the... Um, so, there was a film he did called... I think it's called, like, Mom and Dad. And mm. it's parents go and kill their kids for some random-ass reason. Hmm. And I love it, because this film... He doesn't try and kill his kids so so much... He's just a bit of a dick to them. Yeah. Oh, did you love it when when the middle son or or the the oldest son just dies? 
Oh, he just, yeah, he just gets killed, and it's just like, lol. It, See is, it really is, because he, they clearly set him up as, like, he, he helps around, but he's clearly, like, the delinquent. You know he disappears for, like, 20 minutes or something. Yeah, and you don't realise he's gone. No, you don't realise he's gone, and then he just turns back up, and I was like, where has he gone? Where, where was he, like, for the past 20 minutes when all this was happening? Like, and he, and then he's just like, I got lost. It's like, that's a fair explanation to, you know, I'm not, did I'm, you, not I'm not too bothered. Did you think this, when the meteor was coming down, before they reveal it's a meteor coming to Earth, when you hear all that banging around the house, you're thinking like, hmm. I knew it was a meteor because I watched the trailer ages and ages ago. Hmm. Just because I like, you know, I watch trailers when they come out usually. But... It's just such a... And, you know, the name Colour Out of Space, like... Yeah. You know, the word space was a big hint. It was going to be about space. But no, I mean, it's... It's a good film. It's a, it's a good film. I... Um, I think I am going to watch this film again. Yeah. Um, just, Just because I think it's, like... A good watch. It's it's an enjoyable film, and yeah. it's it's not it's not a horror film that's like scary. Oh, well, that was cheap scares, or it was actually scary. I don't want to see that again. I think it the was like yeah, the horrors in the how yeah. people act. Yeah, it like there there are little. There's, I wouldn't say there's jump scares. There isn't because the, the only jump scares coming. the cat. The only jump scares the cat, and they even they even say the cat jump scares coming. They literally set up so much, like that's why that's why I wouldn't really say there's jump scares because you know it's coming. Mm. Like, if they didn't set it up, then it'd be like, oh, that's a bit cheap, isn't it? But they literally tell you about it like ten times before it happens. Mm. So when it happens, it's on you if, if you're scared of it. Um, what do you want to say about this film? Because I've spoken a lot. Nothing much really, other than it's, it's really good. It's a very, it's a good looking film. It's a good looking film. Oh, it's beautifully color graded. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pink. Uh, there's a lot of pink, but it like, it, but um, the what's it called? The contrast. Mm. It look like with the background and the surroundings, it just works. Mm. But it no, pops. it's it's weird when you start seeing Nicholas Cage just slowly go mad. Jack Torrance. Yeah, I, I do. I like that he goes slowly mad, and then the mum just like she's already out of it. Yeah, but like, like I think he starts to go mad when he comes home after his the wife has just severed her fingers. <sighs> or oh, and the blood goes on the kid's face. That's so. That's <laughs> such. I love that scene. Just the artistic like splat. But no, did you hear what like what he was saying every time she was going mad in that moment? Was he saying uh, go away, get lost, or something? No, she was like he was like get in here. Oh, well, I thought he said. And then, and then he sent he sent um, Jack, the youngest son, to go and get her. And then we know it's happened. But the thing is, I love the scene because I love a lot of scenes in this film. But like that scene particularly, um, we see it, and it's like a good three, four minutes, I think, probably. Of setting up of the like, moment. 
of setting this up and we know it's coming and it's just like when's it happening it's like you know no and she's kind of and you and you make sure the sound effect is really good when the knife hits the board and the crunch yeah. of the carrot and you notice that the, that the the cuts get faster that the cuts in the and she gets get, close she gets yeah, close, close. and you keep cutting back from it but you know she's getting close and it's, it's just infuriating how close she is getting when she's cutting. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't say it's scary. Like, it's more tense. It's tense, and it's like a, it's a, it's a like kind of dramatic irony, if anything. Mm. I think I think it's dramatic irony anyway. Like the you know what's coming, the characters don't, but you know, you know, and it's just to be like, oh, yeah. The alpaca monster, though. Christ, what a... <laughs> the Resident Evil boss. I love how... St- I love how, like... It's clear that it's not going well for them. <laughs> Actually, I would say, I kind of got, um... Evil Dead vibes. Well, I know I you haven't seen that. Yes, I have not but... seen Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. But, um... <laughs> the, there's like the shooting scene in Evil Dead One or Two, I think is I think it's Evil Dead Two, but like the kind of like point and then like shoot and then move and shoot. Yeah, like the craziness, craziness of it. I feel like that's pretty inspiration as well. Yeah, it does. It does. It does the low budget stuff well. Yeah, the 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 camp because it is a bit camp. I, I, it's camp, but the thing is, right? I wouldn't. Until I look, until I look then at the budget, I would, I like this could have been a higher budget film than it looks. Like then it was, you know. Yeah, I think it does sort of prove to like people who have films that rely on CGI that like it it sort of says films are t- some films are too expensive. Oh yeah, because this the monsters in this they're mm. meant to look like over the top, yeah, and like CGI. But they look good still. Mm. The only thing that didn't look good was that cat. That the cat is a weird one because we only see it once. Yes, yeah, so you can't really fault it really. And it's a, it's a quick scene, but it's like it looks good enough because it's it'd be a waste of their time to spend a load of time like making this cat look incredible for like a split second scene. Mm. If this, if so, if we say like the budget's ten million, it sort of proves that films are too expensive that get produced. If the, if the budget really is six to twelve million, so say ten million, just to make it easy. Say ten million, say nine million, whatever. It's it's a low budget Hollywood film. Mm. You know, and this could pass off easily. Yeah. And I think, let's did, say, like... Did you know Elijah Wood produced Yeah, this? I noticed that. I was just like, okay, well, is he going to be, like, one of the cops? No, he's not. Like, I, I misread it when I looked at the uh, Wikipedia. I thought it said star... I thought that was the starring bit. I was like, is someone cocked up on Wikipedia here and said that he's in this film? No, Elijah Wood uh, did it, yeah. I mean... I think I was hoping, like, I think this is sort of proving that Hollywood films aren't too expensive. But then you get films like Super, which you find out were made for two and a half million. 
and you're like, how? Yeah, I would agree with that, but then super compared to this. Oh, yeah. And I, I just thought this... like, it's easy to say Hollywood films are made too much, but then you look at super, which can't, like, come back could be made for a. Na- well, I'm going by now standards, but even like something like Brick, which is made for like 500,000. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I just, you know, it, it's a. I really like the film. I do too, yeah, it's it really good. Um, it was highly reviewed. Uh, received, sorry. I can see this one. It's not even that different, if you know what I mean. It's, it like, it's not very like arts in the way that it will turn people off either. 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. 6.1 on IMDb. 6.2. Oh. IMDb is a bit weird though, isn't it? Like, Yeah, because literally anybody can have an account. And because yeah. remember, apparently according to the internet, random ass people are much more, vi- much more reliable than people Critics who've probably actually seen the bloody film. Yeah. They. Yeah, it's an issue now. Um, but I. Yeah. I really hope. I really do hope, right, that uh, the Dunwich Horror, or Horrors, or whatever it is, the next film he's doing, he's writing at the moment. Mm. Uh, this is Richard Stanley, not Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Um, I really do hope that it gets made. And I think looking at how this was received critically, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if it gets picked up by somebody. Well, and the thing is, I think it needs a name behind it. Like a company wise. name. Yes, I mean, I think like people trust, like say, like Blumhouse as the low-budget thing. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because Blumhouse are like... But this RG13692 sort of stuff, it's just like... Studio and production companies sell the film just as much as the cast or the premise. Do you know what I mean? I, I really do think it could be good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I do, yeah. I think a big company behind him is is what's needed. I yeah. think that's A twenty four. Potentially. Because A twenty four is big enough. But anyway, we're getting away from this. Um I think it's probably time to wrap it up. You know, unless you have yeah. anything else you want to say. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm done. Alright. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that I'm gonna give this a nine point five out of ten. I'll give an eight. Yeah, I, mean, I don't he, like it. I, I don't think I liked it as much as you did, but I still no. really, 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 really did like it. I would highly recommend this to anybody. Yeah, who is who is of the right age? Like, I don't think I think this is one of those horrors that like it might affect kids. You know, what was that? Have jump scares. Like, there's some things in this that are a bit kind of uh, off-putting. Oh, oh, oh the, 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 a mother and son's bond. Yeah, and that kind of thing. You know, there's a few <laughs> little things, but yeah, I would recommend this if you're if you're off the right age. Mm. But anyway, 
we'll be back next week looking at Whiplash. I have no idea who's going to be on it. It will be me and maybe James or maybe James, Greg and Harry. But whatever happens, I'll see you next week. <laughs>